and welcome back, Watch Nerds. You're listening to Chasing Time, the Finnish horology podcast in English. In this week's episode, we discussed our favorite new releases in for the last 12 to 15 months. And today I have with me Juho, my co-host. Hello, Juho. How are you doing, man? Hot day in Finland. Hello, Nico. Nice to be here. It's a it's a hot day, but it's also a really interesting day because we got a hailstorm here, and uh, I don't I don't remember when it was so windy and rainy here in Oulu for a while. So there's little, literally like trampolines and everything flying around around the uh, neighborhood. So <laughs> quite interesting. Great day for for the insurance companies. In this week episode, we give shout outs a fantastic Danish podcast called. Daily Watch Talks with Christian Hagen and Nick Meyer. The show is really entertaining. It's fun. It's different. Total powerhouse of knowledge. We, I highly respect the the podcast and the guys for obvious reasons. And again, Daily Watch Talks on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, and on YouTube. And uh, let's talk watches. Or shall we do first wrist check? Yeah, definitely. What are you wearing? I am wearing Ole Matisen Diver. Nice. Look at this baby. It's in black DLC. I'm a huge fan of the brand already for a couple of years. So uh, to me to wear this baby, it's uh, both pleasure and honor. And uh, this one is about 40 millimeter, very, very conservative, very Uh, compact and only 10 millimeter thin, r- even though it it has a at a movement inside automatic the dial and the date wheel are the same color. So I really like the it, it complements each other very well. Really like high quality, wonderful watch. So so today I'm wearing um, this Seagull 1963 reissue and it comes with this. Uh, ST1901 mechanical chronograph and it's really fun watch less than 200 euros you get a mechanical chrono but uh, I'm still a little bit like a uh, worried because I have read that it can be a little bit a uh, fragile thing some have a someone few people have got it got the chronograph stuck and so on so I'm still seeing is this the Monday issue or, or a good one so let's see but for a week it has For a week, it has been running perfectly, so nothing, no problems at all. Yeah, again, in this episode, we discussed our favorite new watch releases for the last uh, 12 to 15 months. And man, oh man, where well, shall we begin? There has been so many new exciting watches on the scene. I personally picked uh, watches I would enjoy wearing and I would like to have in my collection, even though I can't afford most of those. Uh, how did you go by You choosing watches for the episode today? Well, mostly my picks are quite affordable. Uh, something that is on my, let's say, uh, com- comfort zone. And uh, also watches that I already have some some different uh, version. But uh, there is also one watch that I just find it curious, interesting. But it's probably not the watch, watch I would get myself. But let's see about that. There has been a lot. And I think the most interesting one for me, I will put it a bit for later. But Tudor came with a lot of new stuff this year. 
beginning, they updated my beloved uh, 1926. Then they had the new Chrono Panda and the Reverse Panda. Man, killer watches. Those are something, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And 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 then you can buy them in the shop, right? You, you don't have to wait on some imaginary list. Uh, so, oh, <clears throat> sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Rolex. <laughs> you, have to, you don't have to wait on some uh, waiting list forever. And uh, then, of course, no one saw this coming. The Black Bay 58 uh, 295 Sterling, which actually does tarnish after all. There are already pictures uh, surfacing on the internet and uh, feedbacks. And then the new shiny 18 karat gold. And wait for it. Exhibition cases. No one saw that coming, right? You know I like exhibition case back so. And I mean we have to address the elephant in the room. Uh the the meta certification. Yeah, yeah. What does it remind you of? Omega. Omega yeah. <laughs> I think this is this is a this is a punch uh, in Omega's way. But that's just me. And this time we saw a quite a uh, more quiet dial with less texting uh, on the ceramic model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came a ceramic model. That's something I was very excited for. The black one. And it's such a, it's a different, it's a different Tudor man. It's a different Tudor. It's more quiet. It's more uh, mature. And at the same time, it has a couple of things missing. No date window. There is no loom pip. Uh, so it's not really a true diver. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, am amazing uh, look. I really like the look of it. Uh, also, it has the, the in-house movement. Uh, it's a gorgeous, 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 go gorgeous watch. And for once, I will say this about you there. You will not hear me say this very often. Very sensible price. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think, like, um, in general, that uh, I like that they are really, like, pushing the Black Bell. Black Bay line and, and generally, because I was never expecting to see a silver case, for example. It's it, it just came out of my <laughs> out of blue in, in that sense. Little bit so, Hublot style. Really, this release was a little bit Hublot style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting to see how it because it's still a new watch that how it will evolve and uh, get patina and how it works. So for my first pick, I will pick something that I already own, older version. So Oris Agu is this 41.5 millimeter sized with the caliber 400, uh, this in-house movement. And I think that's, uh, for example, for me personally, I, I was looking the when I bought mine, I had the 40 millimeter size. And now they have the 39 and half millimeter, 41 and 5 millimeter and 43 and five millimeters so it's a quite huge step from this 39 millimeter to, to 43 so this is really nice a mid-size and getting the in-house movement 10 years of warranty uh, I think it's is it 120 hours of power reserves five days registered to get the 10 the 10 years yeah 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 it's like this uh, extra but if, if you are getting a watch for yourself to keep it's you don't need to think about it. It's it's really nice, and uh, really anti-magnetic uh, movement in that sense. So sounds really good. And still, of course, uh, I think it's three thousand something something for the list price. Probably a bit cheaper when when you negotiate. But yeah. uh, 
as an in-house movement with those specs, it's it's not bad at all. Uh, I think Oris is pushing pushing towards a little bit upper end with that watch. I'm usually quite fast to adopt new new technology and so on, but for this one, I want to wait and see what will happen because it's a new movement. It's a serious movement. Uh, I hope it it uh, time will show how good it is, but. Everybody's really yeah, raving they, they about had some it. They had some glitches about uh, like a second jumping and... Yeah, exactly. That, that so was my point. That That's interesting to see how it goes. But but I, I think they basically at least uh, said it as a, more as a feature, not as a bug. But let's see how yeah. it goes. <laughs> and always came with this uh, new 65 line of 38mm bronze, uh, also called Candy... Candy cotton? cotton ah, yes, cotton really like past pastel colors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's something my wife was really looking. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. very unisex and very playful and a bit a loud design. Yeah, yeah. But I can see, the, you see, Oris, Oris wants to stay relevant and modern. And I think that that, that was a good release. I like those. Uh, definitely. I, I, I also think that, uh, I also think that it's like a, it's a trend at the moment. You see the Rolex coming with the pastel colors and uh, all the mic micro brands are pushing the same type of things. So it's, uh, it's a trend right at the moment. So what's your next pick? Difficult, difficult. I, I, you know, I had so many, but we have to talk about Seiko. Seiko 140 years anniversary. My favorite this year would be SPB 213, the 62 months uh, from 1965 for like reinterpretation and no surprise here 6R35 uh, good size 40.5 it's a stunning dial I really like the dial uh, fresh I did not expect white dial this year from Seiko to be honest I expected something green again and green came in fact a lot of green came out of Seiko this year the Marine Master 300 200 and so on and um, 1200 euro for I think 60 was it five or six thousand units? I don't remember now. Uh, limited edition. I already say, saw like a three or four for sale in the forums. So there are a lot of those flooding already, even though it's a limited edition. But stunning dials. The pictures I've seen of this dial on on the on Instagram and so on. Stunning, stunning, stunning watch. And also the new Alpinist. Did you see that one? Uh, Man, what was the color color line for that? Uh, it was the reproduction, the 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 reproduction of the original. Ah, the, the really old one. Yes, yes, yes. yes definitely. The 1959 Seiko I think so. It went up very high on the pricing. <laughs> three grand, three grand. But it's it's really true to the original to to the millimeter, like 36. This conservative uh, retro style, style case. It has the six L. Now I'm going to butcher. I don't remember. I think it's. 6L36, it must be because it's a very slim, slim movement, right? And then uh, on the on the internet, a lot of positive feedback. Man, people are can't wait to get their hands on this watch. It's really, really beautiful. Then probably my my very very favorite, which which again it's quite expensive, 1,400 euros, was the new Presage, the Sharp Edge, the GMT. Very modern, very modern, very brave design. Oh, it's not a new design, but still flashy, interesting, not a boring watch. I'm telling you, it's just in the pattern. Everybody's, oh, this pattern is too much. I'm sucker for such patterns. 
I think the I, I think the name goes well that it looks sharp. Oh yeah, agree, agree. Sharp edge, and of course the the true GMT. I mean, what does it mean, true GMT? You probably have heard, heard me be, before uh, discussing yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. what is true GMT? There is, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and then. I mean, so much came from came from Seiko this year. I mean, the new King Turtle, the new Samurai, this dr- uh, Dark Manta Ray, Save the Ocean, la 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 la, the, the long names. Those are stunning. Yeah, and they are really push pushing at the moment. And uh, actually, my pick next pick is also about Seiko. When when we continue, <laughs> go on, go on. Okay, so I will go on the lower side. So this was the Seiko Five Series uh, Field Watch. I think it's SRPG. 27 to SRPG 41 or something so 39 and half millimeter field watts and it's interesting to see because I have been a little bit thinking that what, what Seiko does with the Seiko 5 series, series they have introduced the replacer for the SKX kind of and then the dress KX the 40 millimeters but then at the moment we still have huge amount of this uh, let's say old Seiko 5s still available in the stores and I think this is kind of like a continuation to the SNK and SNZG series lineups of kind of feel what type of Seiko 5s so yeah are they really pushing to replace all all the old 5s with the, with the new Seiko 5 sports and I think it looks sharp I I, I like it a lot and it, it it's better when you go to the specs wise so you get the 100 meter water resistance and uh, hacking and hand winding basically the same watch as with the dress kx and uh, uh, skx <laughs> 55kx so technically technically it looks sharper it does look sharper yeah yeah um, i want to see it in the live I, at least there is a one model i'm really interested about i think it's the was it 35 it's black and there was this old also the gray one looked really nice really, really nice ones but uh, let's see when they hit the stores to see how it looks like i'm looking forward to see them because it it, it has been waited i mean i have seen people discussing that when when because it is a loved watch yeah this watch is popular definitely definitely especially and here in finland and it's like really entry-level price point easy to get in definitely so so it suits many 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 uses and finally finally the movement upgrade yeah de- definitely definitely let's continue a little bit more luxury and then then we go uh down down not downhill but <laughs> a little bit uh, more affordable um uh, blank pan 50 fathoms no rad that the release this year was something 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 you know i'm a huge fan of blank pan especially 50 fathoms so the um, the NORAD from the 60s, stainless steel 40.3 millimeter case. It's even, actually even smaller than, than the original, which from the 1960, which was uh, 41 millimeter. Uh, this one has very, again, modern case, a ton of shapes, ton of polishing, very exciting case, I would say, not, not boring because of all, all the shapes. A box sapphire, and this year, I'm telling you, it's there is something about this this box of fire. It's just together with the dial, it, it, it's amazing. And then exhibition case again, of course. I like exhibition case. 
to, to look at the 1151 caliber underneath. 100 hours uh, power reserve. Quite nicely finished movement, I would say, even though it's not a spectacular again. Quite nice. Uh, very 60s dial. I love that dial, man. That dial, I'm sucker for such dial. One thing I don't like, it was the framing, a bit too thick uh, date window framing. It's not true to the original. The original had a um, different, uh, little bit different uh, framing. Date window numerals were, were a bit thicker and on the new one, they're thinner. I don't like that, but hey, that's uh, being a NORAD uh, nerd, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a, a release that I'm not really familiar with. So it's something I need to Google more, look about. So it's it went some kind of out of my radar, totally. You gotta be a Blank Punk fan, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, you're next. The next one, this is actually um, the Christopher Ward C60 Sapphire. It came out this orange dial and I liked the blue one when it came out. Uh, I think it's one year ago or something. And uh, it's really nice because I generally am not really like a skeleton fan. But uh, with this uh, sapphire dial that shines through, it's it's nice yeah. mix of getting some of that internals and then really nice looking finish on the dial. But uh, this is definitely, this would be a nice summer watch, this orange thing i saw some pictures online uh zoom in and macro and very crisp and it's not a just a, any orange it's their own orange They're, it's very unique orange and it comes from christopher ward man it, it, it's th those people just keep uh the watch community that is already excited even more excited definitely and i have a one christopher ward and i have been so impressed with the quality so no no complaints at all and uh, I don't know this uh, sapphire dial thing is it something that is coming coming because I think uh, Bauman Mercer also yes, put, yes. Out, put out one blue dial sapphire thing really nice 70 swipes with that but uh, but yeah it's something different and quality and the cases man I, I try Christopher Ward I have a friend that is a big fan he has four of them man this this case there is no case like this one there's so much going on there is so not a boring watch again on a daylight you get so much pleasure looking at the, the, the shapes on the case I, I'm, I'm in love with the case not so much with the with the placement of the logo let's say <laughs> uh, yeah that's a topic of <laughs> and which topic. logo we're talking about exactly is it that logo is it that logo there are so many <laughs> Yeah, they are, they are trying out everything. Yeah. But but I think uh, generally they have been pushing now. They also put this uh, Sealander. Is it, was, it, was it a Sealander? I don't remember. Like a 3 watts collection. I'm not a massive fan. I like I like Cook because uh, Willem, my friend, uh, he has a Christopher Wards. He's always like trying to, to take me to the to the camp. So all, all I know is from him. I'm I'm not a big big personally personally big on, on on the brand, but I'm warming up to it definitely. Yeah, it's an interesting brand to see what they bring up. Then we take Zenith Chronomaster Safari Titanium Man Striking. You know, this year I've been really really into titanium watches. I've been 
like discovering titanium again and again. And uh, this release was very exciting to me. 37 millimeter case. I'm also be warming towards smaller cases as well. In case caliber 400 El Primero, of course. The dial man, the dial layout is perfect in my book. For 430 placement of the of the date, this is just done to perfection. Very adequate, considering the layout of, of the of the dial, the crown, the pusher. Everything is just size right. It's a very modern, and at the same time very vintage. A bit heavy on the price, <laughs> 8,300 for a piece for a titanium Type Two. And one gripe here, the strap, it looks boring. It looks almost cheap. And for the price of 8,300, I would expect titanium bracelet or... They have so many nice um, rubber straps uh, from, from Zenib. I mean, why did they put this boring looking thing? I, I, don't, I don't know, but it, it fits the watch in a way. So yeah. And again, it's this, 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 this release is kind of a, like, a, it looks like a micro brand somehow. Nobody expected this type of watch to come this year from from Zenith. I think that's actually something that that, that is at least with few brands been visible that they are a little bit maybe more experimenting, not so stuck to the old habits. Next one, it's a it's not a brand or release that is marketed so much here, but. They just released out the glycine combat sub in the 36 millimeters. So if you are like a small wrist guy or lady looking for a diver, that's really a sweet spot for, for that type of thing. And I, I like the look. It's it's kind of understated, really subtle di design. That's something I'm definitely I want to see. It's I noticed it's already available like 590 dollars plus taxes but really want to see when it hits like the gray market what the price will be because if you can get it cheap that's something that i would like to see see live what i liked in, in the design I, I think it has some similarities for example if you take the orient kamasu and also the certina ds action diver i i, I think those all have really like this they are quite simple, quite, uh, let's say, standard, classical looks. Not Nothing popping out in a huge way. But uh, if you like very traditional looking design, I, I think the combat sub could be interesting. But that's something to see, see live when it comes and if the price gets right in some point. So. At the same time, Glacin does offer... The little bit of wow factor. There is some something to it that attracts. Also, the the straight lug, it's it's a strap monster out yeah, of yeah, the box. Yeah. I've seen it on Crocodile. I've seen it on uh, Maria Nationale. I've seen it on Calf. I've seen it on uh, handmade straps from jeans. I've seen it on everything almost. Yeah. So, what's your next? I have to go with our friends from Yurmo. Have released a beautiful, beautiful skeleton watch code SISU and it's based on ETA 6497 fully mechanical skeletonized movement skeleton dial uh, high, high polished applied markers loomed hands 42 millimeter case very welcomed for a skeleton because you want to you want to look at this this uh, skeleton in size 
50 meter water resistant guys it looks apart the craftsmanship here involved is, is just superb um, the movement the coating the assembly of course um, the hands the dial the, the polishing all is done in-house and you don't get that with, with many brands to get all this in-house here in finland in helsinki and the price is it's very uh, I, I would personally say this is a very affordable luxury price and I, I would expect higher price for for what you get considering how much is done here in finland yeah actually actually i was really surprised at how much they do uh in their own or in-house so so for the price it's it's quite surprising and this was really crazy this uh loom this uh the actual skeleton was it yurmolite or something I, I i haven't never seen something anything like that so <laughs> no it's badass yeah very different yeah I, I, I again this is affordable luxury in its best and it comes from from finnish company so you can hear i'm excited <laughs> and the the guys we know the guys behind you know it's people that are just devoted to to perfection and to to, to satisfy the customer and the feedback is already amazing yep yeah. so my next one actually i don't know is this my last one let's see <laughs> do i have still something on the sleeve but but the next one at least is um, this is something that is not yet really available but it seems that at least the Finnish distributor already confirmed that it, it will be coming in the next fall. So the Chisok GM2100, basically the Kasiok GA2100 as a steel bezel version. And ta 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 ta! Su- surprise, <laughs> surprise! <laughs> like the uh, beloved uh, mod. Every, everybody wants to do so, so 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 that's now available and i what i really like it that it's not like the actual Casioke look it it looks chisok i saw that yeah it looks apart it looks apart and i i think there's still room for the all these Casioke uh, mods after this so it doesn't uh, it's totally different watts but Basically the same as GM5600, same, yeah, same yeah. type of design that you have the steel uh, bezel, steel back, but in this uh, plastic polyurethane case, resin case, otherwise, but, uh, but, but the steel outer parts, and uh, I think that will be a hit, definitely. The silver one is something I, w- I have been already w- looking for myself. So <laughs> it's, it seems that I'm really turning to Jesus guy at the moment. <laughs> it's your thing. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think so. Because you've been talking more and more. You've been more interested in, in G-Shock lately. Yeah, yeah. And this is like, we have discussed it more many times that it's like... The, you, uh, you have a little bit smith, uh, smitten me as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's this Corona. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Exactly. I, I don't. I don't want have energy to put all the watches on the right time, so I just pick only analog uh, quartz watches I have. Set it to forget it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and at the same time, you know, when when we talk about the, the modding part of the Casio, I, I think most it will still exist because for for many of, of of the the people, it's not it's not that oh I will have the same watch. It's is the process of modding that watch to look that way. It's the journey. It's not exactly the result. I think I think like the main mods that have been popular at the moment, they are really like this uh, Royal Oak looking watches so with integrated bracelet and everything this is still uh resin band with uh, only only the case is very sporty yeah so it's totally different watch that the mods were so i, I think there's still plenty room for the both but uh, it was of course expected that uh, casio will want piece of this area also of course uh I think also I'll go with my last one and now I go a little bit more affordable and uh, our friends from, from Malm came with two, three gorgeous watches. Uh, they came with Catalina Silver Eagle with silver dial and stainless steel bezel and that just looks stunning. Uh, I think this year a lot of uh, chronographs have come to the scene so one more, why not? And uh, also... It came uh, black DLC carbon version, which is even more exciting because that one, I really haven't seen anything like it in that price range. It's really exciting release. Very, very attractive dial. It has uh, um, improved the indices. The It's still at six o'clock. It's still circular, the, the date window, but it really fits the dial. I'm telling you, it complements the, the, the double dome sapphire to me, this is really the best Catalina so far. I'm in love with both of them, but the new the new carbon black DLC Catalina is just it's just something else. And I have to congratulate them for the for the for the styling of the of the of the fonts. This is really something not not that many brands do right from from the starts. They they haven't missed a bit. All all the the dial writing is just done very tastefully. And I think I will mention one more if it's okay with you. A lot of noise with this one. And I'm talking about uh, Yema Superman Skin Diver Limited Edition. Comes in 39 and 41 millimeter stainless. Uh, pretty cool scales bracelet. That bracelet really, I wish I see that bracelet on, on more watches. Quite acceptable 30 millimeter thick, including the 2.6 millimeter crystal. Let's not forget the crystal thickness with uh, no anti-reflective coating in that price i would have expected some counter-reflective coating come on but looks amazing very true to the the original one which this one's supposed to replicate for and then th this beige colored indexes i don't know if, if it's 14 or whatever but it just looks apart very beautiful very retro looking yeah that really caught my eye this year a bit expensive uh, 1300 euros or something yeah, Yema is like a. I don't have any own hand experience with the Yema, but I really like the designs, and uh, I, I think they have been really coming more and more popular in the scene. So really interesting to see always, always what comes out. I was really thinking about this um, Pearl Driver that came like one year ago, but it's really quite plenty of this Tudor Black Bay, but but with the uh, own Yema style and. I like I like the brand. I something something definitely on my let's say on my map, but uh, no experience on my own yet. <laughs> yeah, it's a 
it's a popular, very, very popular brand at the moment. Uh, you see it everywhere. It's just like, but I, I guess they invest heavily in marketing and so on. But this was this is the first one, the first one that really caught my eyes. And I know they have quarters, they have uh, many automatics, and they have uh, in-house movement as well. But uh, this is the first one that was like, especially when I saw that 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 bracelet, I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> it was very impressive. Not exactly my forte. I mean, I, I get fascinated by a lot of watches. I I really got fascinated by the new Breitling, the pistachio. My goodness, that thing, uh, and the Salomon dial, is just. It's coming from Breitling, of course. It, it's actually really, really pays tribute to the to the original one, which looks very. Even the pushers are basically the same. Uh, but when I saw this, like, wow! But it's not a watch I would ever buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I'm a Venture guy. Any day of the week. I th I think it was last yesterday. I was looking. Was it Park and Jack or some someone presenting the watch, and it looks really nice, like really classical. This uh, greenish. Uh, hue. Yeah, yeah, it it comes in several several colors and a bit thick. I think it was quite thick, fifteen point something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think they mentioned that. Yeah. But considering the movement inside, it's it's it's. it's I don't mind. And uh, you know, I have I'm testing right now seven seven fifty voucher, quite a thick, thick yeah. watch. Uh, I don't mind the thick the thick watch. Uh, I mind when it's uh, badly proportioned because there are a lot of thick watches that are just done amazingly. Like uh, a lot of watches from Bremond, they look thick. You put them on the wrist, you're like, what happened? Yeah, and with the chronographs, you usually go a little bit on the thicker side anyway. So it's expected. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think I'm done for today. I, I've uh, there are several more, of course. Uh, we can continue talking about uh, Seiko all day long and their new game of uh, Thrones, <laughs> <laughs> their new game of of of, of uh, limited religion. And of course, I mean it's a very old brand, and they have so many iconic watches. Of course, that there is a ton of uh, reissues again, again. But um, they're they're moving market, and there is no way around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to just they're, accept they're, they're it, and, it and hold on to our watches that we already have, <laughs> like my turtle. Yeah, yeah. I, I still have the SKX as uh, original, so I, I think I don't have. Uh, I don't want to sell it or mod it anymore, so <laughs> I want to keep it as it is. Any final words about this year's release? Um, I have to say, very exciting stuff uh, around and new trends coming. I can see a lot of uh, new new trends into the into the bracelets, new brand new trends into the uh, rubber bands. A lot of new rubber bands. Uh, people are coming back to sport tropic. Also, smaller cases, thinner cases, more dress watches. Uh, New materials are very, very trendy now. New titanium, hardened titanium. I think the sizing is something that is all over the market, getting getting smaller. The Casio put out many T-Socks with this uh, S-line, the smaller ones. And uh, Seiko has put a little bit smaller ones. And all around the, well, all the brands, they, they are not going bigger. Who drives that change? What do you think? Is it the watch community that drives that change or is it the YouTubers? That's a good question. I, I don't know. Ouch. Uh, to, be, to be honest, <laughs> I, I think like uh, YouTubers and uh, 
podcasters. We we are of course uh, in this our niche. We we can have some influence, but then on the grand scheme, I think there is a huge amount of watch buyers that doesn't care it so much. They go to store and pick the what they like without knowing so much. So I don't know how much we have. We enthusiasts have actually power to say what we want, or is, is the is is is, is the other market driving yeah, it? Yeah. I don't know. If we don't buy, we we do make a change, I guess. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But but yeah, I was just thinking that uh, like these hardcore watch geeks, we are still quite small number in the in the bigger play. But yeah, I think that's for today. Thanks for joining me today. And for the listeners, guys, if you have any recommendations, if you have any complaints, if you have any any questions, please uh, hit the, the email and uh, tell us. Uh, we already have uh, several emails uh, last week. Thank you guys for giving the feedback. And uh, keep the good work and we will keep the good work for you. Until next time, goodbye. Yeah. And if you get this out before midsummer, so... Have a great summer for everyone.